Hey Gianna, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, good, good. You're looking good for Melbourne. Of course, we're on opposite sides of the world. Uh, I'm in London. You're in yeah. Melbourne. And uh, yes, the better city of the two, obviously. Which that's a <laughs> the better city of the two. How insensitive! How insensitive oh, with look. the current events at the moment that you would say that oh. Australia is better than a European city? Gigi. Well, <laughs> well, I have to be honest. I haven't actually been to London, therefore I'm biased and shouldn't be because I have been wanting to go on the London Eye and see yeah. the Big Ben and meet um, Kate and William and their children. I've been meaning to do that and actually have coffee with them at some point, but it just we haven't got round to it. So yep. I should. Do, would should you do take them soon. to a cute little cafe, or do you think you just go to like a uh, a chain cafe, like a Costas or Starbucks or something I, like I that? I would never take them to a chain. And they wouldn't even go to one anyway because they wouldn't be able to what drink. Without how someone you screaming know, at them. How do you know if uh, Kate and William and stuff are coffee snobs? No, they're not. I'm snobs. sure they'd love to go to a Starbucks, but their security of like 50 million people would then bar them from going in there because mm. of their popularity. Yes, That's of course it would. It would. Hey, Gigi, it has been a bit of a uh, tough time uh, in recent yeah. days over here in uh in not just the UK, really, in the whole of Europe, because uh, this yeah. week uh, there was the Brussels uh, terrorist attacks. I'm sure you heard about them back in Australia. Yes. Oh, yes. It's been on the news almost every day, mm. and Australia is obviously, our heart goes out to all the residents in Belgium and all the um, injured and sadly perished lives, innocent lives that um, were caught up in all of that, and uh, it, yeah, it's, it's tragic, but I guess... You know, these particular people are wanting the world to stop living it the way and, 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 and having such a great optimistic, you know, um, frame framework that, you know, that, that really sets us all up and gets us motivated every day. So I guess let's not ever, you know, I guess let them uh, hijack our way of living because we are an awesome, awesome world and there's a lot of good people. Yeah, you're, people. you're right, Gigi. And it, it's a little bit scary though to think because I've got some friends over here who are in that airport. Uh, just a few that weeks day. ago. No, no, not yesterday. It, oh. it just, uh, just a no, few. No, don't say yesterday. Yeah. No, not not when the attacks happened, but just a few weeks ago, Gianna. And um, and the thing is, it's like it's not. I'm not scared of the terrorists. I don't. I don't want to get that wrong. I don't. I, I don't yes. want to ever come across as being going. I'm scared of the terrorists. But it is scary and confronting to think that you had friends in that position who could have. Oh yeah. Very well, unluckily, got caught up in. Oh it. yeah. Exactly, and the same thing is happening. I mean, I've got a, a, a friend of mine who's going uh, to Europe next month, and will be in Belgium in May. And she is, she she's travelled quite a lot, but she's even said herself that she's worried because she doesn't want to go into Belgium, and you know, because she's even though she thinks it's an amazing country, she's worried that something can happen. But the truth is, this can happen anywhere. It can, you're and, right. And and the, and you know, it really can happen anywhere. That's why I think you just got to not think about it. Continue to live your life to the fullest. Embrace every day. Dream big and boldly, and just keep in, um, think, keep thinking positive. Because you know the power of the mind is so powerful, and it really is. And if you can conquer all of that, then it won't let you down, and then you'll continue to you know tick boxes and, and tick off your bucket list. I reckon. Yeah, Gigi, that's um, love your posmestic, posmestic, posmestic. Love your posmestic thinking on posimistic? that one. Is that I was going to really say posmestic, posmestic. I was going to say posmestic isn't really. <laughs> 
it's it's far from pessimistic. No, it's it's po- it's full of positivity. I mean, you've got to be positive, yeah, and thanks, I Gigi. and then that it's restrict your thing, and it gets you through everything. Hey, that's that's really beautiful, uh, Gigi. Um, I want to talk to you a bit later about uh, how to ignore a text message and what that can mean when you ignore a text <laughs> message. Uh, also, uh, how to ruin a story. Uh, but uh, you've got some stuff coming up on halfway round as well. I do. I've got uh, Popeye the Sailor Man has actually made it in the news this week. And funnily enough, he's been related to somebody who you'd never, ever think about. Also, we've got some techie slash iPhone news. Uh, very, It's actually related to your health, mm. so something you shouldn't be missing. And also career news and how you can earn some big dollars. Awesome, doing something GG. that we probably all know how to do. I'm going to learn how to do that. I'm going to earn some big dollars and get off this show because it's earning me absolutely nothing at the moment. Stand by all that, boss. Plenty more coming up soon right here on 109 The Feel. Jimmy and Gianna's halfway around, back on right now on 109 The Feel. Hey, Gigi, you've got food news for us today. Yes, I'm a big foodie. I know you are as well. We love our cafes and so forth, and we love our greens, don't we? Well, well, do you love your greens? Well, Gigi, you know what? Before you start, you know what I've been watching on Netflix heaps lately? Documentaries on where food came from. It's really scary. (gasps) Really scary. That is scary because you think that your food is from one place. It's like, it's not. Well, it is from that place, but everything else has been added to it. It's actually from a million other places. You actually, it's freaky. It's freaky. Sorry to hijack your story. No, I know. You're excused. But I actually used to watch, uh, especially on the Cartoon Network here in Australia um, when I was a kid, Popeye. Popeye the Sailor Man. Did you you ever watch him? The one that was really buff because he ate a lot of spinach? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's he's been in the news this week because, uh, and related to none other than, you would never put these two in the same room, uh, Posh Spice, Victoria Beckham. Uh, People are saying that uh, Popeye's a lot like Victoria Beckham. She's a lot like Popeye because... Sources say, and a very, very close source to the Beckham family, that Posh Spice, when she's out, she only likes to eat one thing, and that is steamed spinach with a little bit of salt. Really? That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. You you know what? Maybe that's like a sort of like a, that's the least resistance of where you can go wrong. You're thinking, okay... If I get them no to cook, I if I if I if I get them to cook me a steak, they can really stuff that up. If I get them to cook me this, they can really stuff that up. Spinach with a little bit of salt, surely they can't stuff that up. Well, it depends. Well, what, what if, for example, they're steaming the, the, the spinach and she wants it to be slightly steamed, but then they oversteam it, so it's really wrinkly. You know, what happens to spinach? It goes really dark. I don't know how that would how that would go. I mean, in terms of taste. Well, Gigi, what would, do you reckon? Would you go on a would you go on a spinach only diet? No, no, I would not survive. I mean, I have spinach pretty much in my diet. I have spinach every day, but I could not just have spinach. I am, I'm a foodie. I love to take photos on Instagram of my food. I can't just have spinach every day. It won't look good. <laughs> if, if, yeah, if you could have one food for the rest of your life, what would you have? Like, and, and, and you got to understand, it can't be like your favorite food it, because, because it's it got to have, have nutrients be... and everything in it. Okay, okay. Um, I'm actually going to go with something very strategic. I'm going to say coconut. Because coconut, coconut you can use it as, for your skin as a, as a moisturizer, a makeup remover. You can drink it. You can eat it. You can um, use it as an oil. So I'm going to go coconut. It's very versatile. Yeah, and you do look like a bit of a coconut as well. So that would be perfect food <laughs> oh, for you. Thank you. Thank you. Compared but I also them. want to just bring up very, very quickly as well, Jimmy, that Etihad Stadium, it's a huge stadium here in Melbourne. It's the very first, and this also relates to food news, very first sporting ground in the world to do something like Victoria Beckham, and that is to remove all dairy-free uh, sorry, not dairy-free, to remove all dairy-filled chocolate and instead 
become alternative and introduce dairy-free organic chocolate. Oh, and that's God. something you can eat, Jimmy. Yes, that is something I can eat, eat because, as you know, I'm lactose intolerant. That is a common known fact here on this show. Yes, we know, yes, which is why I wanted what? to bring this up. I'm not that into chocolate, though, Gigi, but thanks for bringing oh, that up. Oh, for goodness sake. I can never win with you, Jimmy. <laughs> Ever. Win with Ever. It's <laughs> Jimmy Carter's <laughs> halfway round right here on 109 The Field. It's more of the artists you love now, the music that made them famous here on 109 The Field. Hey, Gigi, this is Jimmy and Gianna's Halfway Round. Um, Gigi, have you ever done this? Picked up a text what? message uh, that huh? someone sent you on your phone. You've picked up your phone, your iPhone 6S, whatever you... What do you have, an iPhone 6S? It's an iPhone 6, but I'm going to be upgrading soon. I'm going to yeah, follow nice. my husband and so, get the new phone. Yep, thank mm, you for mm. hijacking my story there. Now, Gigi, have you ever you asked picked me? up your iPhone and, uh, and there's a text message on there from a friend? And they've Yeah, asked, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened once back in 1997. <laughs> Anyway, give me a longer along. More than once a day, Gigi? Yes, I have friends, Jimmy. Surprise, surprise. <coughs> so you've uh, not that much of a loner. No, okay. So you've you picked up your phone, you got a text message from a friend, and they've asked you a question. And the question is a little bit tricky. Well, they've kind of asked you, hey, do you want to go out on Saturday night with them? And and you think Oh, oh you those. know what? I could go out, but I don't know. I really don't want to commit to it. Oh, like, uh, is there any way to wriggle out of it? And you decide the best thing to do is just ignore the text message. You just go, okay, I'm going to ignore the text message from now, from now and I'll get back to it a bit later. And hopefully I'll have some sort of other conversation that I can skip over that text message with. Have you ever pulled one of those, GJ? Have you ever pulled an ignoring a text message? I've never done it by text message. To be honest, I... I am a bit of a, I don't know. I, I when people have done it to me, like my beautiful best friend, she's engaged and she's very, very busy. She's got her small business. She works full time. Getting it's full on. Her life is crazy. And a couple of times she's missed my text message and she won't respond at all. And then I'll send a couple of days later saying, "Did you get my message?" Oh and no, she always, you do that. You have to do that to your I, friends. I know it's my best friend. I've known her since uh, for about twenty years. No joke, for about twenty years, and um, that's the only person I do it to. But the truth is, I hate it when people don't reply to my message. Okay, yeah. it's fine. I'll give you a day, two days. But if you haven't replied by then, I I think it's something wrong with my phone. So I follow up to yeah, see. Of course. But I've never really done it to other people in terms of not replying. I. It, Having said that, though, a couple of, when I was first sort of eighteen and everyone had big, you know, birthday bashes yeah, and a lot of people going out, a couple of times it happened on Facebook invites. People send me invites, and I, I would, you know, I, I, I might not accept the invitation if I didn't want to go. But it hasn't happened to me necessarily. Because I, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. Because I reckon I totally it's a form of manipulation, it. to be honest. I reckon because because <laughs> you know the amounts of times I've picked up my phone. And someone's gone, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? And I've gone, actually, yeah. you know what? I'm not sure if I want to hang out tonight or not. But if I ignore the text... You don't want to tell them? If I, you don't no, no, tell no. Them? If I ignore the text message for just half an hour, I know in half an hour I'm going to have my mind made up. So instead of just telling them oh, straight yeah. up... In, no, but instead of just telling them straight up, yes or no... What you're doing by ignoring the text message is manipulating them. Basically, you're saying, okay, until I reply to this text message, which I've already gotten read, you can't make any other plans because you've already offered to make plans for me, with me. 
horrible. So if you don't want to go, you want them to stick the plans with you, but you're not offering to actually attend. That's mean. No, no, nah. that's not what no. I'm saying. Yes, that's not what yes, I'm saying. You've, yes, you've, exactly you've taken. You're don't do baby voice on me. You've taken. You've taken <laughs> this out of context. What I'm saying is not okay, replying okay. to text messages. Is manipulation. It, it's it, plain and simply because imagine if. Okay. What? No. 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 What if? What if? Okay. So I I work. Yeah. Right. A text might come in at say ten a.m. Yeah. I'm in a meeting. I then might have a couple of meetings and it's lunchtime. It might be a couple of hours, two to three hours, where I haven't replied, not because I didn't want to, but because I couldn't, because I was in, I was at work. Then what? No, that's that's okay. There's, there's, a, there's a difference between that and and using text message to manipulate people. Let me give you a perfect example on this one. Okay. Here's the example. If my friend text messages me, say my friend Jono messages me and says, Hey, Jimmy, do you want to hang out tonight? Yeah. You know, I get the message and I look at it and I go, I'm not sure if I want to hang out tonight, but I'll probably know in an hour or two. Instead of texting back and being like, hey, look, I'm not sure. Let me, I'll let you know in an hour or two. You, re- you let it ride you, out you a bit. You let it ride out a bit. Now, if poor Jono, if in two hours you come back and go, oh, hey, mate, yeah, cool, let's hang out. And, and he replies, sorry, mate. I've already got new plans. You didn't reply to the text message. Who's in the wrong land? The person who offered the plans or the person who didn't reply to the plans fast okay, enough? Okay, okay, okay. I know the perfect solution to this, and yep. I've done it before, especially when it's something related to a night in mm-hmm. relation, and if you get a text during the day. You call them... If that and so an hour after you message it and you need to have an answer ASAP, you then call the person. If they don't pick up, then you make alternative plans. You make alternative There's plans. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. But if he didn't call you, then he should have sent a follow up text saying, "Hey, mate, really need to know or give you a buzz." Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's a Otherwise, good one. no. He's call, more in the yeah. wrong. He's more in the wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. then you can, if they're not picking up, then you know, obviously they're clearly unavailable. But if they do and they go, "Hey, yeah, totally, would love to," then you know. Then you know. You don't have to make alternative plans. Exactly. We know that that's mission. Solved. That's mission solved. Another mission solved here on Jimmy and Jana's Halfway Around. This is 109 The Field. Stand by. counselling show as well. <laughs> More coming up next. Halfway Around on 109 The Field. Jimmy and Gianna. How you doing, everyone? Hello, hello. Now, Jimmy, I need to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I like All right, questions. now, would you like to Are you on a knee? Up. Sorry? You on the knee? Do you want to marry me? No, I'm not proposing. Are you I'm not Mormon? To you. It's not Are you Mormon? Up. You're having multiple husbands? Or is that multiple wives? Is there a religion where you can have multiple husbands? I don't. There probably is. But mm. having said that, though, I'm not interested. Yeah. So we'll, we'll close that chapter. That wasn't what I was going to ask you, though. Once okay. again, you hijacked my story. But what I'm actually wanting to... Well, what I'm wanting to ask you is, how would you like to earn up to $2,500 a day? Would you like that or would you be like, nah, nah not interested? Not interested. Nah, not nah. interested? All right. Well, for those who listening who are interested... One of the most sought-after qualifications in the world right now can actually earn you this kind of money. And you're probably thinking, what is it? Jimmy, do you think you might be able to guess what it is? Um, What type of industry will allow you to earn that money? Banker, doctor, beggar. No, no, this is a a new kind of job that's come out of the woodwork in the last couple of years, and now it's booming. Computer engineer. Computer engineer. Ah, uh, almost computer security. Oh, interesting. Computer security professionals. So those who do actually they pay someone to stand in front? So they stand in front of the computer with a gun and make sure no one steals it. Ah ha ha ha! No, Jimmy. No, good try, Jimmy. Uh, so computer hackers. You know the white. I hackers, told you about baby voice. Why do you keep doing baby voice? 
I don't know. I've just seen that mood today. I'm yeah. not so sure. I'm not so sure. But pretty much these people um, are very, very savvy when it comes to the internet. They're white hackers where they literally hack into a business's website to see how good the firewall is. And if it's not that great, they report to the business, say, hey, need to improve on XYZ because I was able to hack into it. So these companies, these big multi-billion dollar companies are now hiring these people and paying huge money because they want to be able to build a website that is really, that is, um, I guess, as a huge, great system that won't people won't hack into it. The funny thing is Uber. You know Uber? No, I don't. Started off in Australia. Now, no? No. <laughs> Shush up. I don't think um, Uber started of... in Australia. It started in, like, New York City. No, I'm pretty sure Uber is an Australian company. This is a Google question. Where did you, Uber you start? You Google it. Where I'm 99% did... sure an Aussie started Uber. Where did Uber start? It started in um, San Francisco, California. That's really, really weird because I thought it started. You just think because because did it? Let me explain this to you. You live in a bubble. You live in a little bubble where you think that oh, you heard of Uber in in Australia before you heard of it anywhere else. So you thought that it started there because of the bubble you live in. I honestly did. Maybe, is it, maybe one of the partners of the company is Australian because I know it has an Australian affiliation for several And okay. They've got a, affiliation in France. They've got an affiliation in England. They've got affiliation everywhere, Gianna. <laughs> I know. They're all around the world. I know. I know. Well, anyway, uh, Uber this week has come out to say that they are on the hunt to find pro-white hackers who can report vulnerabilities in their system. They are willing to pay white hackers, if you're listening, if you're a white hacker, $3,000 to $10,000 for finding flaws within their system. That's pretty Isn't cool. That That's pretty cool. And if they can't find yeah. a flaw, no payment. Well, yeah, no payment. But I guess you could learn a little bit about Uber, so it wouldn't be my, uh, you know, it's only gain, no pain, I think. Do I get $3,000 for uh, finding a flaw in your research? No, Jimmy. But you can get a pat on the back and an air kiss. How about that? Stand by. More halfway around with Jimmy and Gianna coming up next right here on 109 The Feel. Yeah, more of the artists you love now and the music that made them famous coming up very soon here on 109 The Feel. It's Jimmy and Gianna's halfway around from London and from Melbourne. Gianna, you look so Australia, small over there. Yes. Oh, wait. Let me just open up my Skype view. I'll be able to see you bigger. <laughs> I, but I, I am smaller than you. I'm considerably yeah, well, you not are. considerably smaller. You are. What, what actually? How tall are you? Do you know? Gigi, let's forget that because it's time for some gym advice. Okay. I'm calling it. I'm, I need to give you some life that, advice, Diana. I need to give you I some love gym advice. You know, I love hashtag gym advice. Gym advice. I love it. Yeah, it's where gym I vice. give but you it advice. Yeah, but it almost sounds like gym, as in gym advice, like going, you know, being fit, like gym, going to the gym advice. Get it? Gym so advice. people could either gym, read it as no, gym advice. advice or gym advice. Gym advice, we're calling it. So, Gigi. Gym advice. Okay, got gym it. Gym advice. What about gym mice? Gym mice? Gym mice. No, because then it sounds like mice going to the gym. Yeah, and gym And that mice. might be a bit confusing. Yeah, gym yeah, vice. Yeah. Gym <laughs> vice. It's time for gym vice here on 109 The Field. Jimmy and Jonas halfway round. Gigi. I've noticed that sometimes you struggle. This is this is like a confronting. This will be confronting for you. Oh no, I'm not. I've noticed, GT, that sometimes you struggle with telling a story, a good story. <laughs> what kind of story? I just notice more often or not, you tell bad stories without knowing that you're telling a bad story. Wait, what? What kind of? What, in what sense? For like, example, for example, for example a... you're like. Your story earlier before we started the show today was my husband Brendan. He 
He's really looking forward to the AFL season starting. He no can't one, wait no to one go. heard that. That he was can't wait to go and cheer on the demons. Yeah, I heard it though. It was just, it was just, it was just one of those stories where I'm not sure if you realised when you started telling it. Did you realise straight away this story is going nowhere? No, because I, I, I should actually tell our, our listeners that you asked me the question of what's going on on the weekend. Then mm. I said the AFL, which is the Australian Football League yep. season, commences this Jesus, weekend. That was just an example because you are known. You are known for some of the bad stories. Now, 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 before you hide that, before you hide that, <laughs> yesterday I told a bad story as well. So I'm going to come. All right, okay, what's I'm, your bad story? Well, it was one of those stories where you realise halfway through it. This is going nowhere. My story was, uh, today I went to the shops. I was telling this to my mate Blake. I went to the shops mm, today mm. and they had a deal on. They had these great Jamaican pastries. Three, four Jamaican for, pastries? Yeah, four for three pounds. And, and I bought four of them. I'm so excited to go home later and eat some. And he's like looking that at me. That sounds delicious. He's looking at me and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the story. He's like, did you really just tell me that story? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh no, that was no. a really bad story. That's that's a valid story. <laughs> no, you, you know what you call that? This is why. No, no, no. There's this no is point why you to have, it. Sh- no, this is why you have short stories and then novels. That I would put into the short story category. Things that you're saying is a passing comment. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you why want does novel, anyone care about you, your Jamaican pastries? Tasted amazing. Why does what? everyone care about your Jamaican pastries? Because I didn't actually know Jamaicans had delicious pastries. Now I know. So for me, I learned something new from that, and I think that's a great story. That's the thing, Gigi. It was a bad story. It really <laughs> was. It was one of those bad stories. So so here's my gym vice for you. Here's my gym vice, Gigi. Right, righto, righto. If you realise that you're halfway through a story and you realise, oh, no, this story's going nowhere. You're like, you know, you, yeah. you've all been in that situation. You, you probably get in it every day. You know, the story's really bad. <laughs> it's going absolutely nowhere. I tell some good stories. I just save them for other people. This is know. what this is what you do, Gigi. <laughs> You've got to mysteriously find $50 on the ground in your story. So, for example, yeah. you, you're going through your story. Um, yeah, yesterday I was down at the shops and... Um, and they had a great sale on the Jamaican pastries. It was four for three pounds, so I went and bought four of them. And at that point, you click. This story is going nowhere. No one cares about this story. So everyone's looking at you like, yeah, what's the point of the story? You go. And then, you'd never believe it. On the ground, in the supermarket, $50 on the ground. And everyone. And then, st- no, then you know, then you say, and believe it or not, stuck on the Jamaican pastries with sticky tape was a $50 note no, or a $50 pound. No, because pound. no one believes stuck on with sticky tape. you got to find it but on the ground. It, You've got no, GG. You've what got, if it was this a is Jim Vice. What this if... is Jim Vice, not G Vice. Okay? <laughs> okay? Stop trying to take over. You've got to find the $50 on the ground. Okay, what if it's what if it's on a shelf it's, at the supermarket? It, it, is it still no, not? No, it's not good enough. It's got to be on the ground to be bottom believable. Of, bo- have a bottom on the trolley. Bottom of your trolley. Yeah, bottom that's, of the trolley could be that. If you want to do G Vice, you do G Vice, okay? Don't, don't jump oh, on Jim Vice. Jim Vice segment. All right, all right. So it's on the Vice. floor. The $50 is on the floor. It's on the ground. It's sitting there. It's saying, Jimmy, yep. get me, get me. And okay, guaranteed, yeah. every every story where you find $50 is a good story. Everyone's like, whoa, what did you do with $50? And everyone yeah, forgets. Yeah, that's what the next question everyone is. Forgets. What did you do with it? Did you... Would you then, would you be a good Samaritan and actually go to the, the front of the store and say, someone left $50? You're kidding, aren't Maybe you, Gigi? Not, because, 
No, I know, because generally uh, you probably think that the person you're giving it to would be like, oh, that was mine. I I, uh, I left it on the, the shelf and it in the air and put it on the ground. Actually, you know, it was funny. Yesterday when I was leaving a, a trendy London bar in Camden, um, I left cool. a pound on the couch I was sitting and mm-hmm. the bartender... Was that, was that strategic? Was that no, it wasn't. What would the bartender ran oh. after me and was like, you left a pound, you left a pound. And I was thinking, so that was oh, my bar, I'd just keep the pound. Thing. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that was you giving him a tip. Yeah, that he could have been. He saw it as maybe he got a lot of tips that day. Maybe he found a $50 pound. Talking about tips, pound. Gigi, that no. was Jim Vice here on One and on the Fields Halfway Round. More of that, more Jim Vice, more G Vice coming up shortly. One another field, Jimmy and Jonas halfway around. Hope you're doing it okay wherever you are in the world. Uh, Gigi, you're over in Melbourne with some special news. Yes, yes, it's world news, Jimmy, because uh, I'm not in a bubble. I'm quite. Because um, that's when the it thing for first time listeners. tech news. Gianna is uh, known as being in a bubble here on one another field. She lives in the bubble of <laughs> Melbourne. She's only ever left to go it's to Tasmania to and Bali. <laughs> No, I haven't been to Bali. I've been to Thailand. Yeah, she's like me as the sort Seminyak of person who would don't. go to Bali. No, oh, it's Seminyak because it's, they've got amazing hotels, they've got retreats, they've got massage and great food. And yeah, anyway, we're going off track. But interestingly enough, very much unrelated to Bali is Apple. Yes, your iPhone. Now, some interesting iPhone news came out this week, and that is. Apple love to know a lot about their users, especially that for some reason they have this fascination with our health. They want to know all about our health, how long we'll live for, how to prevent ill health and so forth. In 2014, just a backstory, they introduced the health app. Did you know that? A health app? Yes, I use that health app every single day to track how many steps and how many calories I've burnt. I'm not oh, even, there you I'm go. Well, Jimmy is one of their... Well, no, thank you, because this is this is why they're bringing out more mm. things. So in 2014, they released that. Then they launched a research kit where users can participate in clinical studies. Do you use that? No. Okay, you have it more than you're not a proper Apple user, but that's okay. Then they unveiled the Apple Watch. Do you use that? No, I don't. Gigi, you would use that oh, research kit because you've got nothing else to do. You would be beat home by <laughs> hanging out in the research kit. We know you, Gigi. Righto. We know you. Righto, righto. But now they've announced this week that, as uh, I guess it's, it's part two of the research kit, and they're calling it the Care Kit, C-A-R-E, Care Kit. It's an app where people um, can actually keep others updated on their own health. So instead of saying a status on Facebook about, you know, I'm going out to here for dinner, it's a status about how you're feeling. So it's all about health-related content. Gigi, really, really did you really just spell the word care for us on this program? Care, C-A-R-E. Yeah, we know how to spell care. Just let your heads up for next yeah. time. You don't need to spell care. <laughs> That's true. You don't have to spell, yeah, yeah. Avoid right. spelling it. I'm also, I'm a teacher within, I'm a teacher within. Now, they've also this week relaunched another, and this is the coolest of them all, uh, an app called 23andMe. I don't know why it's 23andMe. That sounds me, cool. But I like the na- name of that app. Yeah. It's, well, it's a bit like um, Adele and Taylor Swift. They're using numbers as part of their branding. Yeah. You know how they use that on their yeah, albums? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. Um, it's a, this app is a DNA testing startup where users upload their DNA, believe it or not, to, to the, a couple of research kit apps that they've created. So researchers can probe potential genetic causes in their conditions. Gigi, would you like Isn't to know, though, if weird. you're prone to cancer or if you're prone to... Something. No, Would you, I wouldn't want to know. I, I, 
I had this chat just the other day um, with friends and my husband, and we actually said that. And to be honest, I would never want to know when uh, you know I might get sick or or you know, God forbid, you know, um, eventually leave the planet um, and go to heaven. The tr- the truth is, I have no interest in that because I and and because I just want to live in the moment. Can you imagine if you know your last day? You'd be so paranoid about it that it might get you there closer because you'll be constantly thinking about it. It would it'd create negativity and then, yeah. yeah, you'd just be a mushroom. GG, truth, I don't know. Truth I, I'm be not told, GG, in it. truth be told, I already know my, yeah. where my last day is. Is in your last day as in drinking a cup of coffee or no, last day my last getting day a haircut or last my day last day on earth. My last day on earth, GG. You see, back, remember MySpace? Remember MySpace? There was yes. a MySpace. There was a MySpace quiz once. Back in high school. Yeah, there was a MySpace quiz once, and it was like, "When will you die?" Yeah, and it revealed when I die. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Don't tell me you did it. Yeah, I did that. I never would do that. I already passed the date though, so I'm due any day now. Oh, well there we go. There we go. It doesn't matter. It's fraud. It's not real. But no, I, I reckon, guys, don't worry about it at all. I mean, if you're interested in getting your DNA tested, do that. Do all for it, but don't necessarily take it for granted because there's a lot of things you can do in your life to keep yourself nice and healthy yep. and well. And there's a lot of, Hashtag and, wellness. And guys, there's a lot of other Ds you need to get tested as well to keep well, so keep that in mind. <laughs> GG, get your husband tested as well. I'd do that if I was you. Now, uh, no, he's, he's fine. We're, we're all fine in, in Melbourne because we live in a bubble, a health bubble, so we're all bubble. good. <laughs> of course you do. This is one another field with Jimmy and Gianna. 109 The Phil's Jimmy and John is halfway round. Uh, remember, you can like us on Facebook, uh, both halfway round, and also 109 The Phil Plus. Tune in anytime on uh, the TuneIn Radio app or online, 109thefield.com. Now, uh, during that uh, yes. last song, GG, um, yes. it occurred to me, because before, a couple of moments ago, uh, we were talking about getting your D tested, like STI testing sort of thing. That's what I was referring to. We are all healthy. In, all, in, no, in no, GG. Yes. GG, you... Are you saying that in Melbourne there's no STIs going around? What was that, sorry? There's no, are you saying there's no STIs going around in Melbourne? Not that I know of, Jimmy. Okay, but <laughs> it's still important. <laughs> it, it, you're mind. married, so you'll be able to answer this question like on a genuine level because I know in America, whenever yeah. you yeah. marry anyone, both parties have to get tested just, just, so, just so both parties are on the same page. So they both yeah. know, you know, even if you even if you haven't had sex before, it doesn't matter. You still got to get tested, just so both parties know they're on the same page. Is that the same deal in Australia, or because you're married? I don't think it's I don't think it's a law. I don't think it's a law or anything. But in terms of, I guess it's something between you and a and a partner. Really, you've got to decide: do you want to be tested for it, or are you willing to just give it a shot? I. I it's something each their own, and it's hard because it's like it's like anything really. Um, if if it's at the discretion of the couple, I mean, I, I you know, I'd recommend it for people, but I mean, it's not. It's not my thing. Oh, I love I'm to not, see you squirming in your seat. I'm I'm not a healthcare professional. Um, from Jimmy, sex so. to Easter, it is going to be. Uh, <laughs> it is. That's a horrible it is, segue. It is currently no. Easter week, GG. Oh, goodness me, Jimmy. Jimmy, love, you know how to get me... Um, what do you like better, sex or Easter? Uh, no, I'm oh, no, I'm not putting those two together. Nah, not doing it. I It is Easter, it is Easter week, and I'm very, very excited what about this? Sex or chocolate? it's a long weekend. No, nah, not talking about it. Okay. Um, it's Easter long weekend coming up in Melbourne, in Australia generally. I'm sure it's also around the world. People get a few days off to be together with their family, but also what to celebrate. bananas and or chocolate? Bananas or chocolate? 
chocolate syrup. Yeah, chocolate on syrup. Yeah. Bananas in a smoothie. On, on a banana. Right, chocolate syrup on a banana. Oh, wow, you just took Easter <laughs> to a new level, Gigi. You just took Easter to a new level. Very, you are very, very naughty. But yeah, I just want to wish everyone a very, very happy Easter. Stay safe. Eat lots of chocolate. Um, and for all those who are more of the religious type, happy Easter and celebrating all that is Good Friday and Easter Sunday, of course. And of course, if you catch a repeat of this show on After Easter, happy, hope you had a happy Easter, of course. On the yes, reverse. exactly. I hope you had a very, very happy Easter. And you can hear this show as well in full um, on soundcloud.com forward slash Jimmy and Gianna, where our best bits go. Do you want to spell that out, Gigi? Because earlier you spelled out the word care. So if you can't spell care, you probably can struggle with Jimmy and Gianna. Jimmy, drop it. No, drop it, Gigi. That's fine. And another great week here on one another field halfway around with Jimmy and Gianna. Gigi, have a great week. I'll catch you later. Bye. You too. Eat lots of chocolate. Bye. And bananas.